1: A good day to you all. It is Monday here of the Sony Open, the first full-field event of the PGA Tour calendar season. As we transition from the beautiful island of Maui and a hotly contested tournament of champions with very, very low scoring, 25 under. The winner from Harris English as they jump on a puddle-jumping little plane ride over to the island of Oahu. Now, could, I guess, take a normal flight if they want to, but one of the cool things to do there... From Maui to Oahu is take that little puddle jumper over. But if the wind is blowing, it's going to be more than a puddle jumper. It's going to end up like a thrill ride, I can tell you from experience. So if you're not into thrill rides, you might not want to do that when you visit the islands of Hawaii. So in any case, it is the Sony Open, one of the longest standing tournaments on the PGA Tour. It's been around since the late 60s. It hasn't changed venue since the venue. Well, I'm glad you asked. It is Wailea Country Club. Now, with many words in Hawaiian or many names of places, there are maybe a few ways to pronounce it or a few ways you might hear it pronounced. Whether they're pronouncing it right or wrong on on air is another question for another time. But it is Wailea Country Club, and it it's a par 70. Measures right around 7,100 yards, a little shy, 7,044. 7, designed by Seth Rayner, very good old-time designer. And what he did is he made it hard to hit these fairways. In fact, one of the top seven hardest on tour last year, coming in at 56% driving accuracy. But it didn't hurt greens and regulation all that much. You still hit the green about 69% of the time. If you miss the green, you were getting up and down roughly about 60% of the time. Very similar to last week. Very similar green surfaces to last week as well as it's Bermuda throughout here at Wailea Country Club. And the last thing I'm going to tell you is a lot of drivers are taking off these tees. However, it did have in a uh, driving average above 300 last year. So certainly something to keep an eye on. Uh, and lastly, a couple more, not lastly, a couple more tidbits here on the golf course. 6,500 square feet is the average green size. So just about average on the PGA Tour, maybe a little bit below it coming from last week's, which were just about 30% larger. Crazy. Hardest holes are 2 and 11, where the easiest holes are book and par fives to finish each nine holes, so the ninth and 18th, both, both, excuse me, both are reachable for sure, especially that ninth hole, 18th hole, a little bit, maybe a couple of guys in the field won't be able to get to 18, however, if you hit, you cut that corner, it's a right to left dog leg, and if you cut that left corner, you could have less than an iron in, but there are, uh, there's a bunker guarding the right hand side, so sometimes golfers can't get there. Certainly on nine, though, with a good drive, you can do it. The only two par fives on the course. Top DFS score last year, Cameron Smith. He won uh, with 116 points. However, I'll say with a, a word of caution, if you will, that very similar to Maui last year in the Tournament of Champions, the weather was a big, big factor. It kept the winning score. I mean, you saw the winning score last year, you know, minus 16 or something like that, where we had Harris English win at minus 25. Well, I suspect something similar. Again, you know, it's very early on in the week, of course, to to try and predict weather and and all that. But uh, if the weather stays somewhat similar to what we saw this past week uh, out in uh, Maui, then I can expect the score to reach back into the 20-unders. A lot of winners in this have come in that 20-under range. And specifically for the first two days, it looks like we're going to have very little to no wind. Again, it's early on in the week, so we can't really say that for definitively sure. But again, I expect scoring to be very good. Okay, now, who's going to be scoring very good on this golf course? Well, there's 132 players in this field at the Sony Open. Again, we're a little late on daylight time here during this time of the year, of course, before we get to that spring ahead. So 132 players, I believe, are in the field. I don't believe I counted 144. Sorry, I apologize if I'm missing a couple, but I counted uh, 132 last night when I looked. Oh, looks like, no, I apologize. It is 144. Uh, I didn't see the bottom 12 names on the list. Plus, we have four uh, golfers that will qualify via Monday qualifying. So, it's 144-player field here this week, the first full field event of the year. We've got two players ranked inside the top 10, at least based off of uh, Saturday night's official World Golf Ranking. Of course, uh, with Harris English winning, Joaquin Neiman coming in second, those guys might have had some big jumps. I don't think either of them got inside the top ten, so it'll just leave two golfers ranked inside the top ten competing here this week, Webb Simpson and Colin Morikawa. But there's 23 of the world's top 50 here. So the difference between this week's field and last week's is the top-end talent, the top five golfers in the world. Obviously, last week we had Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, and Xander Shoffley. This week, we don't get any of those guys. But still, Colin Morikawa, Webb Simpson, not bad. Plus, you'll have Victor Hovland, who I expect to be top 10 in the world here pretty soon. All right, now let's talk about a couple of other players here for a minute or two. As we approach the five-minute mark, we like to keep these videos nice, short, and sweet. Okay, so first, we're going to talk about a couple of the sponsor invites, as this is a normal Field PGA Tour event. So, if you haven't followed my... Previous uh, pieces of content and you don't know what a normal field PGA event strikes out to be. Well it's all the major winners of the last five years. These are people who qualified or can qualify. So again, major winners, invitational winners, tournament winners. Then it goes to the top one hundred twenty-five on last year's FedEx Cup, then it sponsor invites, career money exemptions, which we got a bunch of those here this week, major medicals, which we got at least seven of those here playing this week. Guys like Wesley Bryan who are out for a long extended period of time. They get what's called a major medical. And then we've got some spon- uh, I mentioned sponsor invites. Then, of course, we've got the top 125 non-member from last year. William Gordon and Eric Van Royen are playing under that category this year. And then, of course, they fill it in with the top 125 from the previous year. Okay, so let's talk about some sponsor invites before we get into my highest salary guesses. Again, I record this. At 9 o'clock every Monday morning, it's very unlikely, maybe three or four times a year where I'm actually going to have salaries to report to you, but it makes it fun and exciting to try and guess the salaries for you and also give you an indication of who is going to be playing this week. And of course, for more information on this, check out my First Cut article that is live and free each and every week. When I do this video, it will be live and free on the website. What it gives you, it gives you a ton of information about the upcoming week, including last year's GPP winners. From this exact tournament, so you can see what it will take to win a GPP here this week, plus so much more. It's in the first cut, first cut article on Osmo, and of course, if you're looking for this in podcast format, this awesome video format where you see my ugly mug and how cold it is in Florida here. I got a sweatshirt on here early this morning, but if you're looking for it in podcast format, go ahead and check out the Osmo Podcast Network by visiting Osmo.com backslash podcast, and then you'll be able to. Click on all of your favorite sports and download through your favorite podcast provider. So go ahead and do that. Also, want to make you know, like and subscribe to our channel here as we make a push to 50,000 subscribers. A lot of you, we thank you so much for that. And of course, it's going to notify you and let you know when these videos go live. So, okay, let's go over a couple of the sponsor invites here as we have... A couple of interesting ones we'll talk about the most interesting one first I guess I'll get it out of the way here uh right off the bat, and that's Takumi Kanaya he's a top-ranked amateur who turned pro in October has done very well on on the Japanese tour since turning pro in October in fact he's risen all the way to 125th in the world in just four short months matching rises of Guys like Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland. Now, does he have as much talent as these guys? Well, we don't know because again, he hasn't played much golf over here in the states. So excited to see him play here this week. He'll be joined by two other golfers from. Uh, I would say, well, they're probably developed at least in Japan. But how they determine this category, at least on the Sony Open website, is developing countries. But I believe Japan is far developed. But in any case. Roy Suki Konoshita, is a 30-year-old that is getting a start here this week. Another one, Jinichiro Kazuma, a 26-year-old from the Japanese Tour. He's getting a bid, as well as Roy Ishikawa, four players. Well, Roy Ishikawa, certainly we've heard that name a blast in the past, but has certainly played much better golf over the last few years. The last one, Evan Kawaii. I'm probably saying that last name wrong because that's how you say the island of Kauai, Kawaii. It is spelled K-E-W-A-I. You can tell me in the in the comments right below how to actually say that. But he's a sophomore in San Diego. He's from Honolulu, so he's going to get to tee it up along with Y.E. Yang, former PGA Championship winner, and Shane Burtish, along with Mike Weir and Parker McLaughlin. Those guys wind down the sponsor invites this week. So maybe one to get excited about, Takumi Kanaya. Others, certainly, probably a, a afterthought here for DFS rosters this week. Okay, now let's go into my last little section here. The top-ranked player I already mentioned is Webb Simpson. And we're going to go for some highest-salary player guesses. Now, Webb Simpson had a pretty decent week last, last week. Came in 17th, but really struggled off the tee. I suspect with his great course history, back-to-back top fives, and before that, three straight top 13s. I should say tied for 13th. He came in 13th three, three straight years. Crazy. Uh, Anyways, I have him coming in at 11,000. I don't think they're going to bring him above it. His odds to win, I believe, are 13 or 12 to 1. That should. That might even bring him below 11,000, but DraftKings doesn't typically do that. So I expect him to come in at 11,000. Second highest priced guy I expect to come in is Patrick Reed. I expect him to come in around 10,800. Then it gets a little tricky. I think they could go three-race. They could go to Harris English, who. Uh, obviously is coming off of a win, has played well on the seaside courses. I got them sliding him in at third, 10,400. Then Colin Morikawa at 10,200. Then Victor Hovland at 10,000. And not too far behind, 9,900. I got Daniel Berger. This field is very strong. So I suspect that starting at 10,000 all the way down to say 8,600, they might have a golfer at every $100 increment. You know, you got Cam Smith, Uh, who played decently last week, defending champion, I suspect he'll get into the mid-nines. So uh, a pretty strong center of this field. Maybe not strong on the top end, but certainly strong in the center. So that will do it for my course and player preview for the Sony Open and Wailea Country Club. It is set to be another fun week. DraftKings has put out another $200,000 to first place contest. and. Of course, we'll be looking forward to so much more. So until next time, everybody, thanks for joining my course and player preview, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers.